Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. As we settle into a regular prayer life, it can be easy to substitute convenient prayer for quality prayer. On today's episode, Andrew and I reflect a little on times where we've fallen into that trap and offer some advice on what to do in these situations. So I was editing last time's episode, I guess two weeks ago or so, and I realized, you'll recall that, you know, in the first five minutes of our episode, the drilling, the drilling <laughs> kind of interrupted my thoughts and I got really distracted by it. So... Um, the original segue. <laughs> well, well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. The original segue is actually yes, what I'm going to get into because I was I was in the middle of like giving this like super tiny reflection um, slash sharing of like oh like I, I enjoy like the conversation that we have and it's good because mm. you know we we don't have a lot of opportunity sometimes to talk about our Catholic faith and yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. these podcasts have given me that. Um, on a regular basis and like you were like in the middle of, me get, of giving me this like weird look like Jason what are you trying to say <laughs> so anyway I, I never finished that thought and what I was going to say was um that it has now been a full two years of us recording the podcast true which is it, it's, it's it's fun and interesting to look back on and yeah. um I think just reflecting on all of the episodes that have that we've come out with all the things that we've talked about um this I believe will be our 44th episode um, and you know, the numbers don't matter to us or anything. They, they never have. Um, but at the same time, I think being able to have these kinds of conversations, um, I think have been fruitful for the both of us. Yeah. Um, and also like, you know, whenever some of our friends just message and they're like, Hey, I was listening to your podcast and it like, it always just comes as a surprise. It's a genuine surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it is a genuine surprise. Literally, uh, someone was just messaging me yesterday and they, and they said that and I was like, Oh, thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> So, so, I mean, yeah, you know, I think just hopefully these conversations also uh, are fruitful for those who are listening. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you agree, doesn't matter if it's something new, um, but, you know, going forward and all the ones before, um, we're blessed to have, have you as listeners. We're lucky um, and, and we're grateful. Um, and so, yeah, I think for today, um, another topic is, that we wanted to get into is um, just the idea of kind of living out the Christian life, which is, uh, I just said that and like, <laughs> I'm just like that's, that's, talking yeah, about. <laughs> our, our entire podcast. So like, okay, Jason, what do you mean? Um, I think the, the, the thought that struck you t- uh, this time around, Andrew, yeah. was just, um, you know, we can become so mired in, you know, uh, going to mass every week. Yeah. We can become mired in things like, you know, just praying the rosary as, oh, like he, these, here are the things that will get us to sainthood. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, something we want to talk about is that like, it's not just those things. Um, it, it's also just how you conduct yourself, what your regular behavior is like, or all those things where Jesus gave us virtues and values to live out, um, to go out and practice. And those are the things that we need to do as well to get into heaven. Yeah. It's a thing. So I, I remember when I was a kid, actually, um, a priest made a joke and it's very much, um, a good summary of like what I mean here. Um, we're all friends with each other until we get to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in mass and then everyone just hates each other when they're trying to get out of the parking right, lot. Right? right. So like, that's like kind of the thing here where it's like, okay, it's great that you went to mass, but if you're not charitable to your neighbors after that, then 
you know, what's what's kind of the point in some in some sense, right? And and not to minimize the mass or anything like that. Like, <laughs> of course, there is inherent good in going to the mass and intrinsic good in going in and, and receiving the eucharist go back and listen to like every other episode of ours if, exactly if you, if you think we're, we're minimizing the mass. <laughs> yeah so we can <laughs> but, move beyond that but uh but yeah like it, it's kind of that thing where you know if you're saying for example let's say a parent ignores their child because like no i'm in the middle praying the rosary right. or you know it's like oh, I, I'm, I'm going to sainthood like this is this is the thing um i think part of the reason why this came up for me was um I was trying to find in my life, um, as a part of my direction, like how, uh, what are things that I'm doing just for God? Like that, that aren't for anything, not, not where I'm saying like, all right, God, because I did this, give me this grace Mm -hmm. or any sort of like trade off thing or any sort of like a, Hey, here's my ultimatum. Here's, here's what I'm doing to earn whatever. But just like, you know what God, like, yeah, like here, take it, do what you will. It's not really my call. It's just, you know, here is some form of suffering or other that I'm just offering for mm-hmm. the sake of offering it. And um, one of the things that come to mind, just because of, you know, previous, uh, previous, I guess, experiences and knowing other friends who have done the, is it called E90? E is, is that the one? Um, Exodus 90. Exodus 90. Exodus yeah. 90. Um, which is this whole fairly intense fasting type uh, experience. Um was cold showers. And I was like, okay, cool. And I would just do it. And I kind of realized that I was doing it because it was a convenient thing. Okay. Rather than necessarily actually discerning, like, all right, God, like, I want to offer something to you. Where do you want me? What part of my life do you want me to offer? Mm -hmm. It was just like, I know about cold showers, so I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, great. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And nothing necessarily really came out of it. There have been times when it was very grace-filled. And what I mean by that is, like, I, I love comfort. I'm a very yep. comfort loving person. And it was just like going into cold showers is something that normally would be really tough for me. And then it was just like, yeah. oh, that's fine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's grace. You know, where God wants me to be offering this. And then this time I was just like, wow, this all sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there's something there where I should have got, uh, I was meant to kind of keep pushing through that. And like, even though it sucks, I'm still going to be humble. And that kind of got me thinking like, am I picking it just because it's convenient? Right. 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 Am I am I doing this just because this is the thing that comes to mind? And then if if so, am I actually doing the right thing? You know, is is this really when we say, you know, am I offering something to God just for God? Fine, this is something that's being offered, but am I being discerning or like we said last time, is it just like my decision of like my will of what God deserves to get from me, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, it's a it's a good example to bring up just because I remember the last time I uh fasted from hot showers or took cold showers as an mm-hmm. offering uh which was i don't know like not that long ago like maybe a year ago or something mm-hmm. and I, I had brought this up to jen and she was like well like what are you actually trying to achieve with this yeah um and so i think like just to to go back a bit uh, we mentioned exodus 90 so for those of you um who aren't aware the program is supposed i think it's supposed to be targeted towards um those who are kind of struggling with sexual sin yeah because a lot of the exodus 90 stuff is for 90 days you know um with your, I guess, usually it's men that go through it, but like, you know, with your fellow brothers, um, you are, uh, you know, fasting from, I don't know, like, like sweets, you're fasting from your phone, you're fasting from like late sleep time, you're fasting from, uh, we mentioned hot showers. So a lot of things, the whole idea of that being, you know, um, the whole idea is that you're able by, by, uh, being disciplined enough to cut yourself off from those things, from these physical bodily needs, yeah. you are able to conquer your sexual sin as well. Yeah. And so in that sense, it's kind of like, you know, obviously um, 
sexual sin can be a big struggle. And so for, for those undergoing, you know, Exodus 90, um, those two things come hand in hand where you're able to cut those things off from a bodily sense and then also offer it up to God. Yeah. But like, hey, if you aren't, you know, um, going through that kind of struggle mm -hmm. and then you're like, I guess in your case, my case as well, um, I'm just going to give up cold showers for Lent, for example. Yeah. You know, I think you really need to think about what it is that you're actually you're, that, you're, that you're offering um, and how connected that is to your prayer life. Yeah. Um, that is how connected that is as an offering to God. Like, is that something that, you know, I think the point that you're trying to make is, is this something that will actually uh, address an area of weakness in my spiritual life yeah. or in my relationship with Christ? Or is it just because a bunch of my friends have also been talking about this and yeah. it's kind of like, oh, like this is, it seems like a tough thing. The because, Catholic thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It seems like a tough thing because cold showers can be a tough thing uh, to give up for, again, if we're using Lent as an example, for 40 days, for sure it's a tough thing. Uh, but I think if you're reflecting on your spiritual life and you're like, you know what, I feel like I've been, for example, really impatient with my husband lately. Yeah. And... Um, I feel like maybe if that's the case, that's something that would be a more relevant example to to try to offer to God and bring God into than, you know, in this case, cold showers, where that's not something that is as directly attached to your spiritual life. Yeah, I think, you know, there, there's lots of different ways to approach this. And I, I do want to say, like, it's not to say that you can't just offer cold showers. <laughs> um, we are picking on this as an example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, there, there is something to be said about doing... There was something you said about obedience for the, for obedience sake, mm -hmm. and and I say this all, enough times, but um, more so, I think it's it's really, um, yeah, I guess like the way you put it is really really good. Like, how is it actually connecting to your spiritual life? How how are you bringing that back, even if it's an unrelated sacrifice, even if it is like, all right, like, hey, here is the sin that I have. Um, one of the things I think that is coming up here for me uh, as I think about this mm -hmm. is. When we take these things on as the Catholic thing to do, then it becomes a thing of pride. Mm -hmm. um, I am proud that I am doing X thing. I am proud that uh, I'm now Catholic enough. You know, and that, that sort of mindset. And I say that it sounds cheesy and we've all thought it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, like, yeah, like I'm Catholic enough. I'm, I'm getting more Catholic, whatever that means, right? So that's the gut check here of like, okay... When I was praying the office, I, I bring this up all the time. When I was praying the office, it was like, oh, yeah. this is the Catholic thing. I'm so Catholic now. Mm -hmm. Now it's a much more like, you know what? If I get to pray, great. If I don't get to pray, great. Whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's kind of neat because um, there, I, one thing I'm really struggling with with this whole topic is like, on the one hand, we should see growth in virtue. Mm -hmm. If if we're doing Catholic things, for the, like if we're praying the rosary, praying the rosary is amazing right? Uh, weapon of the church, which is a funny enough side thing, but anyways, um, so there's, okay, I should mention, I should elaborate there. There is this whole news story recently, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, the rosary is like this militant thing mm. where like, like that people use it as a chance to bring out their like inner militia to like go and actually be physically violent. Oh, Okay. Um, and it was pretty funny. Anyways, um, oh, Bishop Barron, Bishop Barron has like a five minute video addressing this and it's, yeah. and it's really funny. He's like, this is kind of funny. All right, yeah. whatever. Spiritual warfare. Now that aside, um, praying the rosary again is something intrinsically good, right? Turning your hearts towards a devotion to Mary, um, through Mary to Jesus is intrinsically good. Mm -hmm. 
if we're praying the rosary for the sake of saying I prayed the rosary and ignoring duties, ignoring um, opportunities to be charitable, opportunities to be, you know, maybe it's not, it's even something where you're not being diligent. I have X responsibility, but I said I would pray the rosary, so I'm going to go pray the rosary instead of Mm. um, something with my primary vocation. Like as a priest, imagine if like you're late to say mass because I got to pray rosary. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like that doesn't click. So, you know, that kind of measurement of am I using now these intrinsically good things as excuses, uh, as a convenient path outside of my harder, in air quotes, um, vocational thing that I ought to be doing? I've definitely fallen into that trap because just as a sharing, like I think, I don't know, a year and a half ago or so, I was talking to our friend Eric. Um, and I was, I think we were just talking about our, our, sorry, my prayer life. And I had been praying the rosary on a daily basis for, mm-hmm. for quite a while. On your walks, right? On my walks. And, um, there were days where I kind of just used that as a convenient excuse to be like, oh, I prayed today. Yeah. But if I thought back and reflected like, Hey, it was great. Like, you know, not to say that there weren't graces that came from that rosary that yeah. I didn't really pay attention to, to be honest. Uh, it's not for me to say, but if I reflect back on that, like there wasn't that kind of quality prayer time where I could properly say I actually prayed. Like I was, yeah. I was walking in the neighborhood. I was, I was, you know, praying the rosary, but like, I don't know, I was counting the beads more so than I was saying, you know, Holy yeah. Mary, mother of God kind of thing, yeah. you know? So uh, I think that's a good example where, um, you know, when you talk about taking convenient paths, uh, where we're, we are constantly called to, you know, introspect and reflect and yeah. kind of be aware of, of these things in our spiritual lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, quality time is a real thing when it comes to prayer. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like, you know, Jesus being anyone else in your, in your, in your life, uh, as a person, you need to spend quality time with that person mm-hmm. uh, to actually build any kind of relationship. And so, you know, if, if, if you're just kind of, you know, with another, if you're with your significant other and you're just constantly like scrolling on your phones next to each other, is yeah. that actually quality time? Yeah. Um, similarly with Jesus, if you're just like, you know, praying kind of off the cuff or like rather just going through the motions. Yeah. Just going through the motions. Thank you. Is that really quality time? Yeah. Um, it's not to say that you can't do that. Uh, but at the same time, I think within your day, you do need to build in that quality time. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, and this is why discernment is so important, right? Mm-hmm. And continuous discernment. I think, you know, we've mentioned before that discernment uh, is something that happens in motion. Is something that requires a lot of introspection, like you're saying. Um, but another piece is that it's something that never stops. Mm. Uh, I think a, an easy enough mistake to make is thinking discernment is only for major decisions. Discernment should be continuous mm-hmm. uh, of where is God calling me now because of these things that we've both shared now, right, for over, over the course of the last couple of years, of things where we have... It's really important for us. I, th- I think, you know, praying the rosary for you every day still had a lot of, of course, grace, right? Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, and also realizing, all right, it became a habit that wasn't then feeding you the way that your daily prayer life needed to, mm-hmm. where it might have fed you at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, this is kind of where the devil is tricky, right? The devil will use these things and be like, all right, mm-hmm. like, here's a trap. Mm-hmm. Here's a trap. Here is somewhere where I can get them him to focus on the habit of X rather than the point of, which is receiving grace from God. Um, and by continuously kind of having that check, that's where we can be able to say, Hey, you know, is this something I should keep doing or not? Um, and if you're not sure how to do that, you know, find you know, a good spiritual friend. It doesn't have to be a spiritual director. If you can find a spiritual director, great. Um, someone who in some way or other is 
a step ahead of you in the spiritual life. And if we're all honest, we know who around us is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just to be like, all right, like let's just have regular conversations. Once a month is great, you know, mm-hmm. just to be like, okay, once every couple months even, like whatever is possible. All right, like here's what's happened. Here's what I'm still doing in my prayer life. And then like, you know what? Like now that I think about it, this is what happens for me a lot. My, I don't know about you, but in my direction, I'll like be talking about like, you know what? <laughs> like, I've been doing this thing. And uh, yeah, it's kind of just become a habit. I don't really pay attention to it anymore. <laughs> and then I get down on myself and then yeah. my doctor's always like, Andrew, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, you kind of realize like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I'm really just going through the motions. Yeah. Uh, I'm not being fed the same way and I need to continue to be fed. Right? So I want to circle back to something you said earlier about earning mm. um, and kind of like, you know, we, it is related to what we're talking about because, you know, things like going to mass or praying a rosary, whatever it is that is part of your regular spiritual life. Um, I, I feel like I watched some kind of TV show recently. The only thing I've been rewatching recently is Daredevil, uh, like the MCU one. Yeah. And that is based on, um, a superhero who is actually brought up. Falling a Catholic. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a Catholic. Um, and his main struggle is this whole idea of like, his his justice. big thing is he's not going to kill yeah and but he's taking justice into his own hands and how far is he going to go yeah and, and 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 anyway so very much like catholic morality is woven into that which is like oh i kind of appreciate the attempt there at yeah. least um <laughs> but i i think it must have been an episode on, on in that in that show that made me think about like you know earning your way to heaven mm. um because i think it's important to understand that there is nothing that we can do such that we can earn our place in heaven. Yeah. Um, so you can go to mass on a daily basis. You can go to mass two times a day on a daily basis. You can pray, you know, all, all, um, every all, devotion that exists, exactly all devotions that, that exist, um, all four mysteries of the rosary every day kind of thing. And that will still not be enough, um, to, to, for you to say that, Hey God, um, I've earned my way into heaven. Yeah. Uh, the, the gift of heaven is, is something that is freely given out yeah. of God's mercy and love. And, I think if we were to take this into more practical terms, it's an interesting kind of, I suppose, conundrum where, you know, you're going through your day-to-day life, you're setting aside your 15 to 60 minutes a day to pray, Mm -hmm. and you're just like, you know, you're sitting there and you're just kind of like, what am I kind of doing this all for, right? Like, there's nothing that I can actually do to actually make this a reward but i think the key thing there is that you can't think of it as a reward you can't think of heaven as a reward for the things that you're doing the good the good deeds that you're doing um in some ways like obviously it is but i think if you start thinking about it as an like a as an end then everything else becomes a means to that end mm-hmm. and and then you're just kind of falling into a trap where you know i think you need to learn to not think that way and start thinking of, I'm just doing this for God. And if something comes out of it, then, then I'm blessed kind of thing. Did, did that make any kind of sense? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's, it is that earning your way to heaven kind of thing. And it, this is the constant dilemma uh, for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. I fall into this all the time. Um, I think that one of the, one of the pieces that I think I brought up last episode too, um, which really, um, kind of crystallizes this for me is that um so a couple things like in our in our journey of of potting we've talked a lot about how heaven isn't a place or a thing mm-hmm. it's, it's more of like a state mm-hmm. right in, in some senses at least my understanding of it at this point yeah, yeah, who knows maybe yeah, i'm wrong agreed. um and that state is where you are fully created into 
God's image, right? This, this idea that, again, Father Kevin Belgrave shared where our creation isn't complete. Um, that's one that really helps for me is that I am created, but I'm still being created and I partake in that creation, mm. right? So how do I partake in that creation? Is like what, how much I accept, how much I receive of God's grace for me to be continue to continue to be molded into his image. Mm-hmm. And so heaven is when I'm fully molded into his image. I don't know when that's going to be. And so that's kind of the anticipation and the hope, right? We're like, okay, like, great. Like, I know I'm, I know God's keeping this going in the right direction. And I know if I'm open, it'll keep happening. And that openness is our participation, right? Um, so we don't know uh, what the end goal is. We don't know God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really key piece here. Like we sit in God's reality, not the other way around. Right. So we have no idea. It's God's world. We're just living in it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think you're right. You know, we can't think of it necessarily as a, as a goal to attain because we don't know what the goal is other than the promises that have been given to us mm-hmm. and the hints that God has given us. Um, but we do know what works. Mm-hmm. And so we know how to receive, but we know that we're receiving. So... You do the things knowing that the point is to receive more. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much more there is to receive. And, and this is the, that's that piece uh, in St. John of the Cross uh, when he talks about for the person in humility, for every good deed, they just realize how much greater God's mercy is. Mm. And it just becomes yeah. more and more and more. You're like, oh my gosh, I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, like I, this is nothing compared to what you're doing for me. And, yeah. you, and there's a desire to do more of those things to be more open because God keeps giving, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where we want to end up is like, we know that God's grace is enormous. We know that it is greater than our capacity to understand. And we know we want more of it. We know it's going to do the right things. We don't know where it's going, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. kind of a state. You've been talking a lot about like doing things. And so I, I want to kind of maybe, um, as we move towards the end of our podcast today, just talk about like, the more practical things mm. of, of, you know, on a day-to-day basis, you know, what does it mean to live virtuously or, mm-hmm. or kind of, I, I think this is, this. so this happened to be another uh, topic you proposed, um, but I do think it actually relates to kind of this whole idea of, you know, um, things that we're doing to, to try to, to become saints and, and understanding that it's not just, you know, convenient paths and mm-hmm. the, the opposite of convenience is inconvenience, obviously. And mm-hmm. so I think a lot of times we find that, you know, in our day-to-day life, whether it's with family or friends or with coworkers, um, a lot of sacrifice is needed to live yeah. out the Christian values because it's easy to just, I don't know, to react emotionally, to throw a tantrum, to yeah. be petty, um, to try to, you know, um, do something that that might uh, that might be considered ill will towards someone else mm-hmm. um, in the name of, you know, like it might be work. Or, or it might just be in, a, in an emotional moment with someone that's close to you. Yeah. All of those things. But like the Christian life is such that you need to kind of, you know, rein in those emotions in the moment at least to try to uh, live out a more, a more virtuous, uh, sorry, live in a more virtuous way um, and, and choose the quote unquote right thing to do. And so, you know, often I think for the both of us, for example, in our workplaces, you know, we'll be, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we'll be doing a particular task and it can just be, easy to become frustrated yeah. uh, maybe with the people around you maybe with the process itself whatever yeah. it is 
And in those moments, it's just easy, easy to just kind of be like point fingers or, or whatnot. And yeah. even in a Catholic sense, it's kind of like, well, how much does my does my faith have? Sorry, how much space does my faith have in, in, in my workplace? And yeah. it can be easy to think that it doesn't have a, a space or to forget that it has a space. Yeah. But I think you have to, for me, what I try to remember is, you know, at the end of the day, we're still dealing with human beings yeah. that are next to us. And, you know, regardless of whether or not they're Christian regardless of what they believe or what their values are. These are people that, um, that, you know, yeah, they are created in the image of God. They are our brothers and sisters. And in some small way, probably a tiny way with a lot of degrees of separation, making a decision to do the virtuous thing instead can probably, or might, you know, might plant the seed of, you know, one day, you know, pointing them in the right direction towards heaven. For sure. Yeah. I I think it's, uh, particularly with work there there's something to be said about you know we we can't be um we have to always be kind um but being kind doesn't necessarily mean um just letting people walk all over you um mm-hmm. and that's a whole other conversation but i think you know really what i started doing is like a daily check of you know of the stuff that i did because i had to do it for my job you know where I had to be firm with someone. Mm-hmm. Someone's work wasn't up to snuff, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did I deliver that in a way that was unnecessarily unkind, unnecessarily right. uncharitable? Yeah, yeah. Or did I do it in a way where it's just like everything is about the job, everything is about the delivery of the job itself, nothing about the person, no need to kind of go too far. Um, how much I let my own personal feelings of annoyance get into the delivery of my responsibility? Mm-hmm. Um and yeah it's those kinds of things where we look at this um to wrap everything back together in in a practical way of like how frequently are we checking ourselves to see hey in the delivery of whatever it was in my day in the delivery of the way that i helped my parents with chores in the delivery of the way that i loved my wife in the delivery of the way that i um you know whatever hung out with my friends Mm -hmm. even right like Mm -hmm. when i tease my friends am i doing so in a way that's a little bit too far sure, yeah. where like they're questioning like, oh, how much of that was true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or is it really just something that's humorous? Um, and, and these kinds of things where it, the more we can pay attention to this, I think the more we can see, okay, um, how can this become something that's more centered on, on the way that God's molding me? Um, and, and then on the flip side, in terms of sacrifices, like what sacrifice can I make to help mm-hmm. with that? What sacrifice does God bring into my life? that makes sense for me to kind of grow, right? The carnal desires, if I have, if I struggle with lust, that's a carnal desire, I'll get over my body, mm-hmm. you know, and, and gain control of that. Great, makes sense. So whatever it might be. And again, if you don't know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Find someone, talk to them. Again, if all of us are honest, we know someone who is a step or two ahead of us in the, in the Christian life. Uh, and those are great people because all of us have gone through it. All of us are going through it, yeah. and we'll all be able to share something. Right? Yeah, exactly. No, no better way to put it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a wrap for today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just talking about you know the convenient paths is how we started off. You know, 
communion paths of prayer and what does that actually mean in terms of feeding our spiritual life and I think just taking that taking that journey and, and, and drawing it out to our day-to-day more more practical lives yeah. um, and, and what does it mean to be inconvenienced um, and how does that all link back to God so um, I think that's our reflection today um, I've never actually called one of our episodes a reflection before <laughs> but you know all, I, I suppose all of them are, are pretty much reflections but um, no that's I think that's all that we have for today so thank you as always for listening um, as we start on our third year of our podcasts uh, we hope that you will continue to listen most importantly we hope that you will find fruit and that you'll find God through our conversations so thank you and uh, you'll hear from us next time